Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Terms of Disagreement podcast. I am your host, Salsa. With us, as always, are our team captains, Matt. Hello. And Joe. Hi. Today, we are joined by very special guests, Kelvin. Yep. And Cedius. Hi. All right, for those of you not familiar with the Terms of Disagreement podcast, what this is is an improv debate show. What we are going to do is uh, give our uh, panelists a topic, and they are going to then debate that topic without knowing what it was previously. There will be 30-second opening arguments, followed by uh, six minutes uh, roundtable discussion, and then followed uh, by closing arguments. All right, let's get started. We are going to have Cedius on Joe's team. And Kelvin on Matt's team to start. Their first topic today is going to be wood or gas fireplaces. I'm going to give wood fireplaces to Cedius and Joe and gas to Kelvin and Matt. Now bear in mind, at the midway point, they are going to have to switch sides. So let's get started with 30 second opening arguments. Joe, lead us off. When it's a cold fall night, and you want to really bring that room together, um, nothing's better than the nice, just smoky aroma of a wood fire. Either it be outside or if you have a fireplace inside. Nice bearskin rug along it. You can lay, just relax. All right. Matt. Uh, well, <laughs> just I'm imagining Joe on a bearskin rug, and that's reason enough to go with gas, I suppose. Um. So I I would think there's a reason that we as a society ditched wood burning inside a home, which you know is usually also made of wood, and went uh went with a nice controlled gas fire, gas heat. That's controlled. Cedius. With a wood fireplace, which is by far the superior of these two, you get aromas. You, you get sensory memory that a gas fireplace just cannot equal. The, the varied kinds of wood you can burn, you, you have a different experience each time. And as a fan of scotch, nothing pairs better with a good smoky peaty scotch than a nice wood fire. All right. And Kelvin. Murdering trees is wrong. <laughs> Why do you go and kill a perfectly innocent tree just so you can kind of hang out in, in, in some co sort of cozy room? Why not use, you know, gases from the interior of the earth that aren't affecting the environment in any way? You know, you can just kind of pull them out <laughs> and set those on fire without slaughtering innocent Oaks and birches and elms, I mean, that, that are a vital part of our ecosystem. Right, that's I mean. your time. All right, so we've gotten our opening arguments out, and it took Cedius only 10 seconds to get into that scotch already. It's because uh, I'm on point. Because Cedius is the scotch bringer. Indeed. All right, so now we have all heard our opening arguments. Everybody knows which side they are on. We are going to have our roundtable discussion, and go. Well, I, I want to counter... Calvin's opening statement by, by saying trees are a renewable resource and so you can always plant more trees. As far as I know, we can't plant more dinosaurs. <laughs> so, wood fireplace, that, that, that's going to go on and on and on. Gas fireplace, eventually, you're going to run dry, my friend. I don't know. I just think trees take too long to grow when you plant them. Yeah. You know? 
What are you gonna do when you run out of adult trees? Start. I'm not. I'm not gonna be trees? around when these trees yeah, are finally. Bur- you can burn twigs. They're, they're tiny. They're little tiny trees. They're little tiny See, what trees. you lack, sir, is yeah. patience. I too like to bask in the glory of the fire of my enemies <laughs> when I kill all those delicious babies. When trees. there's <laughs> when there's Viking funerals, they don't use gas. They use wood. They use nice you know, Norwegian. And now that wood. we think of it, Vikings are dead. Huh? <laughs> no, only their chances of ever going to the Super Bowl. Whoa. Oh, sorry. Whoa, burn. Okay. Uh, speaking of speaking of burning, um, I think the concept of of setting fire to the remains of dinosaurs is just inherently more metal <laughs> than than setting fire to a piece of wood. I mean, any dope. Can right. Set Vikings fire. are way more metal. <sighs> yeah, but if you're chilling in a fireplace, dinosaurs. though, do you really want metal, or or do you want bolero? I mean, you you you, you, you really have to. You you have to set the mood yeah. properly. I I don't think metal with metal with a I, like I burning a fire, building. Yes, metal with a fireplace. I want I a fire that threatens the the life of everything in the house. See, you, need, I, you need that open, I, you need that open fire, gas flame. I don't want to feel like I'm going to die I, if I light this wrong. I want I want it to be like a funeral pyre, you know, that you can just sort of, you know, throw you your your enemies wood for. Yeah, yes, I, here's, I was say, okay. Hmm. Here here's my issue with wood. Right, and why most people in society have gotten rid of it. There's a lot of ash that comes with it. There's a lot of cleanup. There's soot that gets stuck in your chimney. That grubs, grubs. There's you know there's bugs that get in your house. The soot could eventually burn your entire fucking house down because it gets the stuck gas in the chimney. The gas could cause an explosion and completely blow your house up. I mean, if you're gonna go, it might as well be quick and metal. Instead of slow and painful. Okay, okay. Well, you have you have a fire in your fireplace. Why are you putting uh, the combustible things in the fireplace that are the exact same substance as what your house is made why of? Are this you, seems dangerous. Why are you using? Because you have a fireplace that's made out of brick, which is not flammable. And and in terms of combustibility, gas is far more combustible than than wood. I mean, wood burns. It, it burns slower. It burns cooler. Gas can burn so much we hotter. We can control gas. See, ga- gas is much more likely to... We can control to, gas to a teeny tiny little flame. You, you, you can, but you can control a wood fire by not putting on as much wood. See, that, a- I, I get the nuance of control is, is tighter with gas. I will grant you that. But you're not going to get, as I said, the, the, the ecstatic experience of, of a fire uh, the same way with gas as you are with wood. And, and gas, if you do go out of control, is much more likely to be problematic than My wood. My favorite part about dealing with wood-burning fires is the never-ending sitting in smoke billowing into your yeah. face because you simply can't get away from it. But you move it to the other good. side, it doesn't... It burns your eyes, but A it properly built great. fireplace, that is not a problem. So you've Here's, just not been dealing with quality. Well, well, one thing to keep in mind, though. Gas, gas is always quality. Gas is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Switch sides. So, you know, this planet has got maybe what? Maybe another 100 years to go before it's just completely really highballing huh we we gotta just 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 rip it of its natural resources be it yeah trees grow on but gas we just pull it right from the center we just gotta we gotta speed up that process and if you do that with gas everything will be okay you know, i'm kind of with you but here's the deal you're not going to get the destruction on the surface with gas that you are with taking down every living tree you and could use burning the gas it. to burn the trees down well, have, start the fire. Have you with seen the, the hell that California is in its dry season? That's what I want over the whole Earth. 
not under the earth. I want to be able to see it and feel it. I want everyone to suffer in the smoke that I also Well, after the nuclear inside. holocaust, we will all be underground, so you're not going to have to worry about that. So so we, we know that the gas is going to be there where the trees... You're not going to have trees anywhere. Gas, with, will, well, gas will be there. Well, you know, I just got to bring that nice billowy smoke down underground with me. Smoke everyone out. And or, the nice thing about blaze it, my brother. Well, one uh, possible angle uh, in support of the wood fire is that it's easier for children to play with. <laughs> Yeah, you're I'm able to you. stick sticks into the yeah. fire and like move the logs. Well, around. the question is going to be: Do we want children playing with fire? See, Absolutely. this this is always a this, well, yeah. Well, okay. This, how this else are they going to learn? This, this depends on how much you love your children or love other people's children, which I, I grant you sometimes you shouldn't. But I, I do think that it's it's much better to have a fire that you can properly control, and therefore having gas is is going to be superior because if you see the children getting too close you can simply turn it down so they don't have as much likelihood to oh, and to then get you accidentally hurt. turn it down so far that the flames extinguish right what you know, you know what <laughs> they go out they go they go out i'm a dumb no. dumb but they go out so then gas is just flowing into your house continuously yeah, but and you, you don't realize it because because the fire isn't there anymore. You're like, it's off. We're cool. Let's and then go. You can just and then, match and then and you go to work. You come back. Your kids are dead. And you're like, oh, my God, what's that weird smell? And your cats are like flying out of the fucking house because they already knew. But your, kid, you ever... your kids are just like, <sighs> I know they're, they're dead. They're in... <laughs> yeah. All because you you decided to use gas instead of wood. If it was wood, I mean, it's either burning or it's not. There's no threat if it's not burning. There's and no like burning, half burned wood out no, there. There's no like wood gas that. Uh, see, see, kill I, your I, kids. I beg to differ. See, with gas, when you turn it off, you know it's off. With a wood, the wood fire, if you're not you careful, you, you, you've got those embers. Those embers could reignite, and you could have a fire. But that's then out you of know, control. Have you fire, seen, the fire's gone. You, have you ever seen wood explode? Does wood ever explode? Like, oh, unfortunately, this house went burned down because wood exploded. I, I will acknowledge it explodes much more. Rarely than gas does, but I have seen it explode. And we have to stop right there. <laughs> oh, I love this so much. All right, we are going to have our 30-second closing arguments. Let's start with uh, Matt. Okay, here's the deal. So gas is just too dangerous, right? You, you say that, oh, you could just turn it off, but I know for a fact there's people and everyone in this room has probably forgotten with just the gas running. That's dangerous. Wood doesn't do that. Wood doesn't just sit there dormant being like, I can't wait to kill your family. Light me, I dare you. I will explode and you will all be gone. Gas does that, though. All right. Joe. It's much easier to light a fart off a gas flame than it is off a wood flame. How do you know? <laughs> because what comes out of your ass when you fart? A gas. Methane. Farts are funny. As opposed to when a log comes out your ass? That's true. You, <laughs> you can't, can't light really shit on fire. <laughs> you have like a, you're, you're holding like Bunsen burners up to your ass or something. Uh, I think we should look into your diet a little closer. <laughs> okay. Kelvin. Have you ever eaten a marshmallow toasted on a gas fire? No, because there's no reason to do that. You need you need a wood fire to toast a marshmallow. It, you know, get the the good crackly brown quality. You know, but not too much so that it turns all black because that's just stupid and gross. But you know, like a nicely brown toasted marshmallow, you have to have uh, 
the wood fire to pull that off. I, you know, it, it, gas fire. It's just too artificial and chemical and blech. Okay, and Cedius. I'm a firm believer in the modern age. I'm a modern guy. I'm a city guy. Gas is an industrial age technology where wood, wood is ancient. Wood is old school. Wood is useless. I don't. I don't want it. And in a comedic level between gas and wood, gas is funny to people of all ages. Wood, you have to be old enough to understand. <laughs> Okay, so that has been our first argument. Um, we are going to take a little bit of a break now while we get our uh, guests resituated. Um, so in the meantime, please enjoy this musical interlude.
Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that little bit of music. Uh, my name is Salsa. We are joined, as always, with our team captains, Matt and Joe. And again, we have guests, Kelvin and Cedius. Now, we have switched sides, so Kelvin is now on Joe's team and Cedius is on Matt's team. Without any further ado, let's get down to our second debate. Our second debate topic is going to be movie theaters or concerts. So we are going to give uh, movies to Matt and Cedius and concerts to Joe and Kelvin. 30-second opening arguments. Let's start this time with Cedius. Well, when you're looking between movies and concerts, you're less likely to have asshole people spilling drinks on you at concerts. You're less likely to get shuffled around. Uh, you're you're gonna experience the movie. You you know the movie going in. Bands, who knows if they're gonna be any good live versus their their recorded stuff. The the experience is much more likely to be to expectation than than a concert. And I I hate having my expectations thrown. So, all right, Kelvin. When you go to a concert, you can express your enjoyment of the concert in. By applause, by yelling, by throwing your drink up in the air, whatever. You know, you cannot do these things in a movie theater. You have to sit there and you have to be quiet. You have to be this passive sponge just absorbing cinema. You know, and in a concert, you're actually a participant. You're you're part of the the thing and with the other people in the crowd. It's a it's a communal experience, it's a group experience, and okay. it's just more vivid and real all right matt i'm gonna hop on the consistency train here uh with cinema so i'm gonna go into watching a movie whether it's in the theater or at home the movie's gonna be the same every single time however in the theater clearly better you can get that sweet spot for audio right in the middle sometimes like just a few rows few rows up all the speakers are perfectly aligned to have you in the center. That screen is massive. You feel the bass. And popcorn. And Joe. <laughs> yeah, when you talk about you're getting the same thing every time at a movie theater, that's why. When you go to a concert, it's going to be, there's chances of it being different each time. Say a band's on tour, they're not going to play the same time, same way. You're going to get your own personal experience. The crowd's going to be different and depending on the town. The sound, depending on the venue, is going to be either fantastic or fucking horseshit. So you go to a theater, it's just going to be the same when you take the chances. All right. That leads us to our roundtable discussion. There will be six minutes uh, with teams changing sides halfway through. And begin. Uh, what you were getting at though is, is that experience is it, it's so variable you never know if you're going to get a good show or a bad show i i myself have gone to a couple of shows at first ave where the bands come through the lead singer is sick they can barely sing because they're human yes actors but, aren't human right the well, recordings of actors but i i, I paid <laughs> i paid for what would be a good experience See better bands then and okay <laughs> So you're the one who just said bands are human. So you're saying that these people that they're, they're terrible people for getting sick. See, see, this is this is why, with 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 a movie experience, cinema experience, if someone's sick, they can say, okay, hey, we'll we'll just film this later when you're in good health. So we get 
what we want out of the movie. The experience is going to be what they intended. With with, with a live show, you're, you're never going to get that. Yeah, and I like sitting, you know? Sitting is I great. Just, I love sitting so my back doesn't hurt watching three opening bands I didn't go to the show for. I just go right into the movie. I'm like, I'm here for this movie. I don't have to watch an opening movie. This is great. You know? And you have the option of getting in the 21 plus theaters, which hardly anyone goes to, so chances are you are the only one in there. <laughs> but then you got this big, huge thing of popcorn all to yourself. Sometimes it gets in your hair because you eat it too fast. also 21 plus shows, so you don't have to worry about some kids yelling. No, but ear. you do have to worry about dude bros and their paps spilling all over your ass, and that's that's just wrong. Yeah, yeah, but you can just move. But if you have a seat, you're stuck in that seat in a the theater. Very Only, rarely can you move, very especially rarely. nowadays when you have to pick your own seats before you have to stay in that seat. So there's a chance that you're going to have some smelly guy who's spilling his popcorn all over you when he puts the popcorn or the butter every fourth section. Well, I feel like this is a direct to. stab at me <laughs> now. Well, here's okay. Here's the thing. Like When you go to a, uh, a concert, you've got a good chance uh, of hearing like a really heavy crunchy guitar chord or something that's just going to take the top of your head off and it's going to be awesome the only way you can do that like this guy the only way the only way you can do that in film uh is if you go to see a michael bay movie and then you have to sit through the other parts of the michael bay movie and and, and that's not worth it the other two hours of michael bay and at a concert if you see a band you don't like there's a good chance you can go outside and hang out for a little bit and then come back inside when the band you want to see is playing. A lot of the time you leave, you, what, you can go to the bathroom at a movie theater, but if you go to leave, they're going to be like, hey, where's your ticket? Oh, you still have it? Oh, well, you left. Sorry, you can't get back in. Well, that's just poor choices as a consumer then. If you're, if you're, if you're making mistakes in the venue you're on, that, that, that's on you. That's, that's nothing to do with, the, with, with the experience itself. Now, I, I, okay. Switch sides. But at a concert, see, when... <laughs> When you have issues with what's going on, yeah, you, you, you can tune it out. You, you can go somewhere else. But the best thing about a concert is, generally speaking, there's alcohol available, where it's, it's the rare movie theater that has alcohol. And if, if I'm going to have and if I'm gonna go out and have, have time... People bring babies. I, 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 I like booze. I'm, I'm a scotch guy. So, you know, I, I, can, I can have a scotch and I can enjoy the show more now because I have more things that I love all in one place. The thing with uh, movie theaters... You can... You can bring stuff in you can sneak it in you can sneak it in you can't I, sneak stuff into a, a concert depends on the venue on, on, only if you know how to get around security see if, if, if you're smart you know how but but one thing about movie when you go to see a movie in general people aren't singing along with the movie whereas Sometimes. if you, whereas if you go to the concert everyone see you know is trying to sing along with the lead singer because oh this is my favorite song and it's like you know what i didn't come here to listen to a 500 amateurs, you know, tunelessly yodel along with with a song I wanted to hear, like the original performers play. And, you know, that's not going to happen when you go like to a movie. I this is a direct stab on me again. <laughs> if, if a movie's bad, you can fall asleep during it. If a concert's bad, you can't fall asleep during it. Just put in your earplugs, man. And guess what? They're free in Minnesota now. Because yeah, but you Minnesota lay on the floor, lie, people are going to stomp on you. You can sit, you got the reclining seat at a theater. They're super comfy. For the lazy people. And, and theaters are, are generally in malls. 
So if you need to get oh even if you, worse if you need how to get are, a shirt or how something is that you can just get a shirt. All, malls see see, see you that, can multitask yeah see the fact oh, that I have to, as if you can't get a shirt at a show which is what every band one, sells ever you can get one type of shirt I'm talking about a variety of shirts for the bands mul- sell tank tops they sell t-shirts. They sell long sleeves. They sell they hoodies. They sell hoodies. They sell jackets. I work at a bank. I can't wear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your poor life choices and has nothing to do with the fact that you are defending shitty, shitty theater. <laughs> and wh- what does buying a shirt at a mall have to do with going to a theater? It's just kind of depressing that you have to go sit sit and wait. You can get a Cinnabon. You can get like, you can get an Aunt Annie's. See, see, this this pretzel. is proof that the people who go to movies are just the wrong kind of people. And I want to go Arby's. to concerts where Arby's people, Arby's. <laughs> Jesus that's that sli- that I, thinly sliced roast beef. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that you're only driving my point home and further. Then, and then and that cheddar cheese sauce that doesn't actually exist anywhere in nature. Yeah, but at it's, a movie it's a, theater, it's a miracle of science. Before, or after the movie, are you able to meet? Your heroes in that movie? No, you know what you can do at a show? You can meet your Yeah, if you, p- you want to pay your 40 extra dollars for VIP. Only for the show? shitty bands. That's not that every don't show. And that Most is shows. time. All right. We are going to go with our closing statements. Let's start with Kelvin. Okay. Ultimately, when you are going to see a movie, you are going to see things that you can discuss in excruciating detail on the internet. You can go to any number of chat rooms about like how this movie was great or how it sucked. You can have a very good communal experience that way. You can't really do that with concerts so much because they're 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 more ephemeral. They they just kind of vanish into the ether. I mean you have like the the, the one night that's kind of fun and then it just kind of goes away. All right. Cedius. Well, I think that uh, concerts do still have that uh, group experience in in cyberspace. And the difference is is it's a much more limited audience. You have to be a fan to have gone to the show. So you're going to be dealing with people that are more akin to you, where if you go to a theater, the the, the mix is just too broad. And so the the great thing about a concert is you know that everyone at that concert is there for that band. Those are your people. You know they are your people by the fact that you were in the same place at the same time for that experience. Movies are just too broad. All right. Joe. My favorite thing about movie theaters, granted not everyone goes by it, but the fact that they make you turn your cell phone off. At concerts, every concert you go to, I see 20 people not even paying attention to the concert. They're sitting there recording it on their phone so they can watch it. I do that once. I don't record the entire damn show. (laughs) There's people at movie theaters that, yeah, they film it so they can put it online. But most places actually enforce that. And if they see you, they're going to kick you out. Half the time, people sit on their phone at concerts. All right. And Matt. Okay. So a recorded album is to a show what a movie is to the live performance, right? So with a live show, we get both we get both of those things. We've listened to the album, now we get to see our favorite band, and now we enjoy the album more because we got to see him perform it. It was an amazing feeling. You guys only get one of those things. You you get the recorded version where they, you know, they spent a year trying to do it and you never got to see like 
the passion that goes into it, like any sort of live performance. We got to see all that, and then we get to take the recorded version home. All right. That has been our second debate. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the next part is up to you. You get to decide who won this debate. Was it uh, Kelvin or Cedius? What we're going to have you do is go to our website at vault404.com and click on the Terms of Disagreement link. Go to the episode and vote for who you think was the better debater. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, like I said, head to our website, look that up. Also, like us on Facebook, Terms of Disagreement. Also, if you have any ideas for debate, debate topics that you would like to hear, go ahead and send us an email at termsofdisagreement at gmail.com. Um, ladies, do we have a uh, Twitter? I can't remember. T.O. Disagreement. T.O. Disagreement. I should write that down. All right. Does anybody have any other things they would like to plug? Not necessarily upcoming shows, because we don't know when this is going to go out, but uh, general websites and things like that. Well, as, as was mentioned earlier in the episode, I am CD a scotch bringer, and I am called that because I bring scotch places, because I have a lot of scotch because of my podcast. Scotch.xtlpodcast.com is where you can find it, and we are called the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Podcast. Uh, basically, we just taste scotch and as, as just general people and say what we think about it. Uh, Kelvin's been a guest on, on our yeah. show as well, uh, so you know it's not my first time working with him. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's a good time. Listen in. And if, you, if, you, if you're just trying to get into scotch, you don't know what you like, you can hear what we think about things. Maybe you can find something you like. Anyone else? Uh, yes, I'm going to be uh, in the production of A Klingon Christmas Carol, uh, which will be uh, this uh, awesome. December uh, at the Mounds Theater in uh, St. Paul. And uh, that'll probably be weekends in December. I don't know the specific dates unfortunately, right in front of me. Okay. But uh, yes, I will be playing Scooja, uh, which is uh, the the equivalent of Scrooge. So it's kind of an awesome thing that I'm doing here, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, I saw it last year. It's a very good show. Awesome, awesome. All right, uh, that brings us to the close of this episode. Thank you so very much for listening. Have a wonderful evening. Hey, bye. 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 I was right. You were wrong. <laughs> Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you again for listening to our show. If you have any topic ideas that you would like to send us for us to debate, please send an email to termsofdisagreement at gmail.com. If you would like to see more of what I do, uh, Salsa, you can go to my Facebook page at Salsa Sterling Comedy, or you can go to our uh, my Twitter at aonpodcast.com. Hey everybody, I'm Matt. If you want to hear more from me, uh, you can hear me on the Awful Copter podcast, also hosted on vault404.com. You can find me on YouTube. I'm doing a YouTube channel for gaming called First Worst Gaming, and I'm on Twitter at xmatthewbx. Hey everyone, this is Joe. Um, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Endless Calamity. Um, I also do uh, music reviews um, on Vault 404. Um, I've done about three or four of them now. Um, I plan on doing one in the next uh, month or so. Um, yeah, you can check them out on the website. Thank you for listening.